And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with Ness attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the tantalizing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Edgar Allan Poe's immortal tale of terror. The fall of the House of Usher is dramatized on the Weird Circle from 1943. But first, Lisa Wolf Dylan is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics. I'll try to guess the name of the songs while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? Right, Carl. You did really well last week. Yeah, I got them all. Um, that's highly unusual. Very I don't know. unusual, Mike, yeah. what do you think? We are I think, on the, I yeah. think you're going to get 100% again today. Wow. What? Okay, we're on the letter M. M. Can you think? If you can think of one money, song. Money, money. Oh, da, I did Bonnie, honey, da, 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 bum, bum. Oh, sugar, sugar. Oh, that's sugar, oh, sugar. <laughs> like, wait, what is that? I don't know. I don't know. Can you think of one song that begins Starts with, letter with an M? M? And sure. I will give you double points if you get uh, one Mama right. Mamma Mia. It's a song. That is a song. And I actually thought about that, and I thought you'd complain because it's too, oh, right. you know, Broadway. Probably I would have got it. Maybe. All right. All right. Let's start with go. the first song. I remember all my life, raining down as cold as ice. Shadows of a man, a face Shadows through a window. Shadows of a man, face through a window. <laughs> crying in the night. Crying in the night. The night goes oh, in. Oh, Mandy. Mandy. Very man alone. Love him. Raining down as cold as ice. I still love him. Shadows, Shadows of a man, a face through a face window. Through a window. <laughs> crying in the night. The night goes in. Just another day Happy people pass my way Looking in their eyes I see a memory I never realized How happy you made me Oh man But you came and you gave Without taking And sent you away Oh man Why did he do that? Why did he send her away? Oh, shaking. Need you today. Oh, it's probably because she didn't brush her teeth. Maybe. That yeah. would do it. If you don't brush your teeth, you're out you're of here. You're out of here. I don't know. Austa. <laughs> you're right. out of here. Good start. <laughs> Bubble bath is completely right on that one, boy. I'll Has tell that you. ever happened to you, Carl? No. Oh, okay. Never. Just wondering. All right. So okay. that's. Wait, hang on a second. I got, you got it. Right? Ding, ding, ding. I dinged it already? No, you didn't. There you go. I think I dinged it. Well, right. ding it twice. All right, I'll ding it again. 
right. We so like a double D. Not one. Okay. Not bad. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Just a castaway in an island lost at sea. Oh, another lonely day with no one here but me. Oh, more loneliness than any man could bear. Rescue me before I fall into despair. Oh, I'll send an SOS to the world. Send an SOS to the world. I'll send an SOS to the world. Send an SOS. I hope that someone gets my. I hope that someone Someone. gets my. I hope that someone gets my. I hope that someone gets my. A year has passed since I wrote my note. I should have known this right from the start. Wait, I hope that someone gets my what? Well, I, I can't. Oh, there's a word there? There's more words on that. I just can't continue. Listen. I'll send an SOS to the world. I'll send an SOS. I'll send an SOS to the world. Send an SOS to the world. I hope that someone gets my. That's hope the line that right there. someone gets my. I hope that someone that's gets it? my. There's nothing. There's well, not another word. The third time, it's I hope that someone gets my, and then there's another line after it. But there's three of those, and then the other line after it is the, the title. title. Oh, okay. Got so it. it's I hope that someone gets my three times in hope a row. I hope that someone gets my. And then it's the title. Message in the bottle. Yes. Message in the bottle. Yes. Message in the bottle. <laughs> you got it. Mike, message in the bottle. <laughs> it's the police. God. Provagen, well, man. That really helped. Provagen the works. SOS, though. I love the police. The police, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, the police are here. I was, <laughs> I was yelling too loud. <laughs> yeah. They're coming to take. Okay, officer, I'm sorry. They're take you away. Officer, please, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Take him away. I'll send SOS to the world. I'll send one gets my. I hope that someone gets my message. Oh wait, one more. There you go. Gets my message in the bottle. Yeah. I think he's a little better than I am. Staying. I don't know. It's probably a you little. You think bit. you're greater than I, Willie Nelson? Well, I'm better than Willie Nelson, but not better. But not than as good as Sting. <laughs> I'm okay. somewhere in between. Willie Nelson and Sting. Mm, I didn't know there was a continuum there. Okay. Well, All right. you hey, think so. I anyways. got two out of two. Yeah. I, I might get a third one. That would be might. six in a row. I think if you miss Whoa. any, it will be Can you be imagine? This. I would have guessed Can you imagine two. if I get six in a row? I don't think it's going to happen. This okay. is a tough one right, right here. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I like to dream. Yes, yes. Right between the sound machine mm. and a cloud of sound, I drift in the night. Any place it goes is right. Goes far, flies near to the stars away from here. Mm. Well, you don't know what we can find. Why don't you come with me, little uh, girl? What is it? Why don't you come with me, little girl? Uh-huh. Why don't you? That there I, it is. That I know. And then the next line. Why don't is, you come with me, little girl, on yep, something? Right? Yep. That's why don't the you title. Come, why don't you come with <laughs> Keep going. I, well, I have to. All right. Pass up that so that's line. That's the word. That's, that's the line. That's the one right Why there. Nothing else I me. can say will help you after that. Am I going to get six in a row? Well, you don't know what we can see. Why don't you tell your dreams to lead, me? Lead me up to Fantasy that one line. Fantasy will set you free. Close your eyes, girl. Look inside, girl. Close Let your the... eyes, girl. Look inside, girl. No. Right? Let the sound take you away. Let the sound take you away. Right? Yeah. And then... Leave Let me, me that go line. back to the. To, give me that run line uh, right up okay. to that. Well, you don't know what we can find. Why don't you come with me, me little on, girl? On a magic carpet ride. <laughs> <laughs> 
too bad again that there wasn't a pizza on the line here. Too bad, right? I'm getting good at this. You are getting better. It's a tough one. I wouldn't have gotten it. We don't know what we can find. Why don't you come with me, little girl, on a magic carpet ride? You don't know what we can see. Why don't you tell your dreams to me? Set you free. Look inside, girl. Look inside, girl. Let the sound take you away. Who is this singer? Steppenwolf. Oh, Steppenwolf, yeah. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. I don't get the Steppenwolf. Lisa Wolf. I don't get the wolf part. (laughs) It's like when you take a step, you're Steppenwolf. Huh? Right. Right, Mike? It's a little bit of a stretch. (laughs) When Lisa takes a step, she's Steppenwolf. I'm a Steppenwolf. Yeah. I thought it was more like you're stepping in a wolf. Like, step in wolf? Step in wolf. She's taking a step. Okay, none, none of those make any sense. All right, but I got all three. <laughs> but you got all three. We're going to go with that. I got all three. Yeah, are you going to be running down the hall now? But I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank I told you, everyone. You. Yeah, officer, you did. Officer, officer, <laughs> I'm just excited, okay? Put the handcuffs Don't away. Don't take them away. <laughs> all right, thanks, Lisa Wolf. <laughs> thanks, Carl. Step in wolf. <laughs> When we come back, it's the Weird Circle. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Man, Bubble Bath, he's got the great, yeah. the great bumpers, huh? Yeah, they've Gosh. really improved Man, <laughs> they really have. I don't know. Man, Bubble Bath. Great Are job. you allowed to pick them yourself or does have somebody dictate Mike, them to you? you? You're the one picking. I'm joking. You're the, you're <laughs> the master picker around here. The selection has improved. Oh, yes, it very has. Very good. I like it. Man, good stuff. You know, back in um, the 1940s, NBC and RCA got together and created some syndicated radio shows, and one of them was called The Weird Circle. And what they did, which was smart, is they took classics of literature, so they did not have to pay royalties. So they took, like, all these, these stories that were already in the public domain and they dramatized them on radio. Now they still had to hire a writer to, to you know adapt them into, but they didn't have to come up with whole new ideas. They just did Frankenstein 
and you know all these different uh, Edgar Allan Poe stories and things like that. And um, it was a good series. They it was produced out of New York, and they had um, like Maurice Tarplin and Jackson Beck, Lon Clark, all the New York actors on the show. Very well done. Richard Gordon was the host, and. Um, Good stories. We have one called The Fall of the House of Usher, the classic tale by Edgar Allan Poe, July 8, 1943. This is actually the first program in the series. Here's part one of The Weird Circle. The Weird Circle. In this cave, By the restless sea, we are met to call from out the past stories strange and weird. Bellkeeper, pull the bell so all may know we are gathered again in the weird circle. This is the history of the House of Usher. I am leaving it as my last will and testament because before this year is over, the cavernous tarn will close over the gables of our decadent home. It was written by our ancestors many years ago that when the rains are blood red, the House of Usher will crumble to the earth. There are three members of the Usher family living, two in direct descent, the Lady Madeline and her twin brother, Roderick. I was engaged to marry Roderick long before I knew my cousin. It is the custom for the Usher family to intermarry. The Lady Madeline has been confined to bed these many weeks, waiting for death waiting for the last days of her life to pass quietly. I have so little time left, Roderick. I must see Charles before I die. Charles Wilson is tied up in London on business. He can't come down here every time you've a whim to see him. This is no whim. It's just a matter of days before I... Don't be impatient with me. Sister, please. Afraid of the truth, Roderick? You've always been afraid of me. I can read your mind so easily. Look at me, brother. Let's not argue again. You've always wanted me to die. You've waited for it year after year, praying and hoping that I die, leaving you free to inherit the house and the fortune. But you'll be fooled. Look... Look at the rain. This isn't you speaking, it's the fever. Fever or not, the rain is turning red, isn't it? Yes, it it seems that way at times. Each day it will be redder and redder and darker and... Madeline. Afraid, brother? Are you afraid of blood-red rains? The doctor said you should have rest and quiet. You, You weaken yourself when you're excited. Where's Dina? I don't know, I'm not her keeper. 
She's downstairs, probably, buried in that romantic nonsense that she reads. Every girl likes to read romantic stories, Rod. Heaven help her when she becomes your wife. Call her for me, will you? The doctor's orders were that you're not to be disturbed. Call her, Rod. Do as I say. For your own good, I... I'll get even with you someday. Dina? 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 Madeline. Dina! Did you call me Lady Madeline? Yes, Dina Child. Come here, my dear. Is there something I can do for you? Yes. I want to see Charles Wilson before... before I die. I told you he was busy, Maddie. Tell Talbot to hitch up the coach in for Dina. Go to London tonight. Tell Charles... I must see him right away. Bring him back with you. I'll not have Dina go out in this weather. But, Rod, Dina, please go. Don't listen to Rod. Do this for me. I will not have strangers dragged into our family secrets. Charles Wilson is no stranger. He's the only one who knows the secret of the house of Usher. I don't like leaving you, cousin. The doctor will be here shortly. Hurry, my dear, and bring Charles back. I forbid it, Dina. If I don't see Charles tonight, I'll be buried alive. Not able to live. Not able to die. We'll never get through to London tonight, Mum. Not in this weather. Not in a million years. It ain't a night for humans to be a bat. The Lady Madeline is dying. The least we can do is grant her her last wish. Dina! Dina! Quickly, Talbot, before Lord Rick tries to catch up with us. Dina, did you hear me call you? Yes, I heard you, cousin. I tried to protect you, child, because I love you. I don't want any harm to come to my future wife. Please, Ryan. Why do you turn from me when I touch you? I don't know. Afraid of me? I, I... Answer me, Dina. Are you afraid of me? Yes. But you loved me once. That was before we returned to the house of Osha. Then you're going anyway? Yes, Roderick. For Madeline's sake. Are you ready, Mum? Yes. Yes, Talbot, ready. We'll be back by midnight, Roderick. Hurry, cousin. Or else the lady Madeline might not live long enough to get her last wish. Did she leave, Roderick? Yes. Madeline, why don't you confide in me? Why must you call in strangers when you know how it humiliates me? I can't trust you, Roderick. Ever since we were children, you've kept one secret from me. What is that secret, Madeline? <laughs> That's one thing you'll never wheedle out of me. What is that secret, Maddie? Leave me alone, brother. I'm ill. You're dying, Madeline. You know you're dying. A secret won't do you any good. Now, what is it? Please, Roderick. Tell me, Madeline, or you won't live to die the way you think you will. Oh, have pity. Tell me, or by heaven, I'll force it out of you. Oh, oh. oh whoa there, whoa, boy. Well, this is his house, Mum. Thank you, Talbot. Mr. Wilson, is he here? Yes, I... Why, Dina Asher, what are you doing in London at this hour of the night? Come in, my dear. The Lady Madeline sent me. Great heavens, child, your clothes are dressed. Come on in. I'll fix you some hot tea. Oh, we haven't time, Charles. 
Madeline wants to see you at once. Please come with me right away. The doctor doesn't think she'll live through the night. Madeline? Dying? Oh, she's been ill for months. Charles, you wouldn't know her anymore. Why didn't you let me know before this? Roderick wouldn't let me. Roderick? But why? I can't explain now, Charles. Believe me when I say it's important that you come at once. Talbot's waiting outside. I'm frightened for Madeline. We've got to be back by midnight. You came in time, Doctor. Lady Usher, you shouldn't allow your brother to excite you. There's a cruel streak in him at times. Surprisingly like my grandfather. What time is it? Midnight. Here, drink this. It will give you strength. I can't move. Uh, lean against me. There. Dr. Bain, you've attended all my family, haven't you? Yes, Lady Usher. You've been closer to us than almost anyone. If I ask you for an honest answer, would you give it to me? That depends on the question. How much longer have I to live? Years, my dear. No, Doctor. I want an honest answer. Please. It's imperative that I know. I don't know really, my dear. I'm going as fast as the horses can go, Mum. Faster, Talbot. We won't accomplish anything at all if you lose self-control, Dina. Oh, I'm sorry, Charles, but I've the most dreadful foreboding. Foreboding? Well, I thought Madeline and Roderick were as close as brother and sister could possibly be. They were until about a year ago. What caused the change? Well, I'd been living at the house of Usher for about four months when Roderick suddenly became, well, nervous, jumpy. He'd lock himself up in his room for days. He was morbid, frightfully morbid. Sounds like a depression of spirit. Oh, it went deeper than that. Madeline fell ill at the same time. And then the horrible reddish rains began to fall. Red rain? Dina, really? Oh, you'll see. The first day those rains began to fall, the rift between Madden and Roderick widened. Until now, their hate is a living thing. It fills the house. They seem to be battling constantly for possession of each other's soul. Charles, look. Look ahead. There's the house. And the rain. Look at the rain. Yes. Red rain. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co Host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. 
And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. This is Hollywood 360. That's Adam West there. Uh, Mike Bubblebath Costella is our executive producer. Uh, Lisa is really good at picking Wolf. I'm stepping uh, too. Okay, oh, good, good at stepping. Uh, my crabby brother Vince and um, well, Carl Shadow. Well, he'll be Shadow. with you next week here. Yeah, my Your brother Vince brother. will be here because Lisa will be in uh, Sedona, Arizona. That That's right. rhymes. Hmm? That rhymes. Sedona, Arizona. Sedona, Arizona. Yeah, it's got a nice uh, rhythm to it. It does. And um, we have more scary programming. We have a really cool show next week. We're going to be interviewing Evelyn Rudy. She's a wonderful actress. And uh, we're going to play a suspense episode that she starred in when she was eight years old from 19, I believe it's 1958. And um, we're going to talk about that. She's, she, when I talked to her um, a couple of weeks ago, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I remember doing that show. So we're going to talk about her being um, on the suspense stage and doing being that show. Actor. Yeah, as a child She's actress. Actor. She was in um, a really creepy episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And she did a lot of movies and TV and radio. So we're going to play one of her radio broadcasts. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll talk to her. If you want to call up and chat with Evelyn Rudy, you can do that. We'll have her live on the air next week, right in the very beginning of the show. Um, we also have other scary and fun radio shows for you next week, so don't miss it. And make sure that you get our podcast. If you don't get the full five-hour show in your area, make sure you sign up for our podcast. We have two ways you can get it. You can pay five dollars and ninety-nine cents a month, and then your you know so your card is billed five ninety-nine a month, but you get the podcast, the full five-hour podcast plus radio rarities sent to you each and every week. Every Monday you get that. Um, but you can just um, just pay $100 one time, just a $100 fee, and you never have to pay again, and you get the podcast sent to you every Monday with a radio rarities, plus we mail you a Hollywood 360 coffee mug. I was drinking coffee out of my coffee mug today, Lisa. Just kind of looking at yourself. I was looking at myself. Almost like a mirror. I was like, you know what? Not a bad looking guy, Pretty right? handsome. <laughs> Not bad. I drink out of mine, too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm drinking Carl Brains. <laughs> yeah, Carl. <laughs> and uh, so the coffee mug is cool because on one side, it's our Hollywood 360 logo. And on the other side, it's our Radio Rarities logo. And that's what you get when you subscribe. You get... The full five-hour Hollywood 360 plus the radio rarities every single Monday. And you could be drinking coffee with Carl every day of the week. Yeah. That's exciting. You don't drink any coffee, huh? I don't, but I do drink hot water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my God. This is one (laughs) kooky wolf over here. She's a kooky wolf. You don't even drink tea? No, she's I, I afraid to get her teeth. Anymore, but she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to bleach her teeth. She doesn't <laughs> want to get. She has like these white pearly teeth, <laughs> and she's she doesn't want to drink tea and stain them. I get it's it. True, uh, that's the real reason. You know, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I've given up. Right. <laughs> I mean, I brush my teeth like literally. Once a month. No, seriously, you, you're the same way. I know this. I brush my teeth at least four times a day, minimum four times a day. 
So I mean, it's we like, always brush our teeth when we're yeah, going to the radio I mean, station I'm before a, we I'm, leave. I'm crazy with... Uh, I, I'm crazy. I, yeah. I have a dentist appointment Monday. I, mine's Tuesday. I have one Tuesday. Monday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Tuesday for Exciting. me. Yeah. Wow. Right. Get a nice cleaning. Yep. All right. Uh, we're listening to The Weird Circle. This is The Fall of the House of Usher, written by the one and only Edgar Allan Poe. Here's a July 8th, 1943 broadcast, the conclusion to the Weird Circle. Well, Charles, do come in. We, we've been waiting for you. Oh, it's good to see you again, Roderick. Come in, Dina. Don't stand there staring at me. It's been a long time since I've last seen you, Rod. Yes, uh, a long time. Let me take your coat, Charles. I'll hang it up. Thank you, dear. My sister's waiting, Charles. You'd better go right up. Yes, of course. I'd better warn you, Madeline's delirious. She doesn't quite know what she's saying sometime. Uh, Rod, uh, why don't you come up with me? She expressed a desire to see you alone. Charles. Oh, Charles, I'm so glad you came. I had to see you alone. Madeline, don't try to sit up. You'll only weaken yourself. Sit over here, Charles, next to me. You're the only person I can trust, and you must promise to do exactly as I say. Of course, of course. Remember what I told you years ago. Remember about Roderick and me. I told you then that he and I were more than twins. Well, that was just childish fancy. I wish to God it were. But those suspicions have all been proven these last few months. Roderick and I are, are only one person, not two. We have two earthly bodies, but we share one soul. When Charles and I were born, our shoulders were attached. The day of our birth, we were separated. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you share one soul. I've never been able to feel anything for myself. His thoughts are my thoughts. His tears are my tears. His weaknesses are mine. Don't you understand, Charles? Are you sure of this, Madeline? Positive. His mind has the initiative. He doesn't respond to my emotions. Because I had none. None. I'm cold without him. Don't you see? My earthly body is wasting away. But my soul is not my own. As long as he's alive, Charles, the power of his life will keep me living. Madeline, Lady Madeline, you mustn't even think of it. Oh, it's true, though. I'll have a living death. I'll be buried alive. Unable to live. Unable to die. Madeline. That's why I called you here. Promise me now, Charles. You'll never allow my coffin to be sealed. Keep my body in this house. You must rest, Madeline. Stop talking. Do you promise, Charles? Promise. Yes, yes, of course I do. Don't don't tell Roderick Charles, ever. He'll seal me in my tomb alive. Madeline, my my dear. Every mortal is entitled to his own soul. If I can't rest in death. If I can't rest in death, I'll return from the grave and take him with me. My promise is my word. What are you doing standing outside this door, Roderick? Tina. Mad enough to see Charles in privacy. Why do you insist on spying on your own sister? Shut up. I can't understand you, Roderick. There are many things you can't understand, Tina. Come with me downstairs. Let me go. Come along to the living room. I'd like to go in and tell Madeline that you were spying on her again. Tell her if you wish. She's a poor, sick thing, unable to lift her arm against me. 
I don't know how I ever loved you. You'll learn to again after we're married. I hate you, Roderick Usher. I'll never marry you. I... In heaven's name! Roderick! Roderick, what's the matter? Pain inside me, crawling like bourbon. Help me, Dina. Oh, of course. Help me. Roderick! Dina! It's Madeline! She's dead! Here I am, Madeline, beside your bed. You're dead, Madeline. Dead. Two people fought for the possession of one soul, and you've lost. <laughs> You'll try to drag me to the grave with you, but you're weaker than I, Madeline. You'll never return. Never. And that was her last request, Doctor. It's a peculiar request, Mr. Wilson. I know it is, Doctor, but it was the Lady Madeline's last wish. Oh, Roderick. What are you doing here? Taking a last look at my beloved sister's face. Oh. Doctor, I'm not quite sure that the Lady Madeline is dead. Look at the flush of life in her cheeks. Stop speaking like a fool, Charles. Look for yourself, Roderick. What are you trying to do, frighten me? No. I've asked the doctor to verify her death. In cases of this kind, Mr. Wilson, death from catalepsy, the deceased often retains a lifelike flush. But it's merely symptomatic. Nothing supernatural about it. Of course she's dead. Isn't she, Doctor? However, if you feel the slightest doubt... No doubt at all. I'd suggest delaying the burial for a week or two. As her nearest of kin, I want the funeral held at once. She'll be laid to rest in the family catacombs beneath the house. Roderick, I gave her my word. Your word isn't valid. You're not one of the family. But it was my word of honor. Don't mix in family affairs, Charles. But the least you can do is grant her last wish, Roderick. This is nonsense. The dead are best buried. But, Rod, your own sister... No. As the doctor in the case, I don't feel justified in making out a death certificate for two weeks. The Lady Madeline will lie in state in her coffin in the catacombs. The coffin will remain open. For 30 years, these catacombs have been unused. Look at the walls, Dina. Time has encrusted them with nitre. It's cold in here. Cold and damp. Let's take the coffin this way, Talbot. Watch out, Charles. Don't fall. Be careful. The catacombs have always been soft with slime and nitre. Hard to breathe in here at times, isn't it? Where's the room, Roderick? Ahead. At the end of the corridor. Are you positive we can keep a fire burning in there? Yes, Charles. Uh, Talbot. Yes, sir. Did you start the fire? Oh, yes, sir. I did that early this morning. The room ought to be warm by now, sir. Talbot's a dependable man. He starts warm fires to bring life to death. Roderick, how can you act like that? Your own sister. Yes, my own dear, beloved sister. There, Charles. Look ahead of you. Tiny room at the end of a corridor. The fire is blazing. Careful. Careful with the casket. We'll place it on the table. Center in the room. All right, sir. We can place it down. Yes. Yes, Tom. Down there. I know that my redeemer will rest in peace. And that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though this body be destroyed, yet shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, 
and mine eyes shall behold, and not as a stranger. We brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. The Lord giveth, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yes, ma'am. Why, ma'am, what are you doing up at this hour of the night? I can't sleep. I keep dreaming that Lady Madeline is crying for help. Where's Lord Roderick? Oh, he couldn't sleep either, ma'am. He said he was worried that his sister was cold, ma'am. Whatever does he mean by that? Did he go down to the catacombs? Yes, ma'am, that he did. He said he wanted to stir the fires a bit. Down there? Oh, wait a minute, ma'am. Later, Talbot. I must stop him. I must. I wouldn't go down there, Mum. It's ever so cold at night and damp. I wouldn't go down there myself. I advised Lord Roderick against it, Mum. I did. I told Roderick. 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 The door. The door slammed shut. It's so dark in here. Cold and dark. Roderick. Roderick. Roderick, where are you? Rod. Rod, answer me. Rod. Roderick. Roderick, I can't see. like these goings on at all I don't people dying and not getting themselves properly buried it ain't normal no that it ain't Talbot what are you up too Mr. Wilson don't nobody sleep proper in this here house where are Miss Dina and Lord Roderick Talbot well I was sitting here as nice as you please but sir. where is Miss Dina Talbot well yeah that's what I'm getting to I was drinking this here cup of tea when Lord Roderick comes in a little past midnight or uh, was it a little before midnight where is he well, well I'm getting to that he comes in and he says he does he wants a flame. Yes? Yeah. He says, as calm as you please, he wants to go down and keep his sister from getting cold. And Miss Dina? Well, as for her, she came down a little later and said she dreamt that the Lady Madeline was calling to her. So she follows Lord Roderick to the catacombs. It ain't proper, sir. It ain't proper. Roderick! Roderick! Oh, oh there's the light. There. Are you calling me, cousin? Oh, Roderick. Roderick, I was so frightened. I thought I was lost. Why did you come down here? I, I dreamt Madeline needed me. Well, what did you do, Rod? Be quiet, Tina. You closed the coffin. Oh, how could you? Don't you approve? You, you were going to drive a, a stake through her coffin. She was a witch, Tina. A witch. Isn't that the custom to drive a stake through the heart of a witch? Watch, Dina. Watch. No. Watch me drive the hammer through a heart. What? Stop, Rod. Don't. Stop that. Right. Roderick, put that stake down ah. in heaven's name. Don't. Don't. Leave it alone. Take your hands off. Please, Roderick. Please. It's so horrible. Don't you understand? It's your own sister. Your own sister. You'll pay for this, Dina. You and Madeline together. Oh, Roderick. Ah. Calvin, help me with this. Yes, sir. Pardon me, Lord Roderick. But... Oh. Oh, Charles, darling, you came just in time. He looks like he was dead, sir, lying there on the sofa. No, 
No, he's beginning to stir. Keep bathing his face in cool water, dear. Uh, He'll be all right. I'm afraid the shock of Madeline's death is too much for him. The shock of her death, uh, the constant fall of the rain. It's getting redder all the time, Charles. Uh, yes, it is. That's just an electric phenomenon. Oh, Don't try to move, Roderick. Oh, It's you, Dina. You again. Lie still, cousin. You'll feel better in a little while. You're both fools. You shouldn't have stopped me. She's a witch. Don't you understand? No, no, Roderick. Listen. Listen, Charles. What? Can't you hear it? What are you talking about? Listen. I told you once my hearing was super acute. I can hear a heart beating. You're overwrought. Suppose I go for the doctor, Rod. He'll give you a sedative. No. No, don't leave me. But you need your sleep. Of course you do. All this horror tonight will pass over when the morning comes. And those infernal rains clear. It's not in my mind. She's coming. She's coming for me. I can hear her in the catacombs. Listen, Charles, listen. Roderick, please believe me that you're simply overwrought and emotional. I've got to get out of here. I must leave at once. She's coming for me. Coming. She swore she would. I know she did. I overheard. I overheard her talk with you, Charles. Roderick. Cousin, no, you're hearing things. Now, listen. I can't hear anything. She's leaving the catacombs now. Listen, Charles, don't you hear her breathing? Can't you hear her footsteps? Her sighs? She's in the hallway, Charles. In the hall. Help me, Charles. Help me, Charles. Roderick. She's coming closer. Faster. Faster. Her feet are on the stairs. One by one, she's coming up those stairs. Listen, you can hear her now, can't you? You can hear her now. Charles, look out the window. The rains are blood red. She's outside the door. Listen. Listen, cousin, listen. Madeline! No, sister. No. Leave the house of Usher, Charles. You and Dina, leave this cursed house at once. The rains are blood red. And I've come to reclaim my soul. Adler. Oh. And you, Roderick, you will be soulless forever. From that chamber and from that mansion, Charles and I fled aghast. The storm was still abroad in all its wrath as we crossed the park to the highway. The moon above the house of Usher was blood red. And Charles held me close as we walked on and on into the night. Dina, my darling, don't look back. The house has crumbled to the ground. Crumbled into the cavernous tide. Charles. Little Dina. You'll always be safe with me. From the time-worn pages of the past, we have recalled the fall of the House of Usher. Bellkeeper, toll the bell. Makes me want to go swimming, you know. It's like swimming and sound like he was swimming in the ocean there. Fall the fall of the House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe. 
And uh, that is the Weird Circle, July 8th, 1943. Classic story of a brother and sister fighting over the possession of a single soul. Sounds creepy. It sure does. Although you know? brothers and sisters. I hate fight. when that happens. Yeah, I know. right. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this uh, this series was produced out of New York by a JV. That's short for joint venture, Lisa. JV. See, I'm kind of hip. Oh, yeah. Hip to be square. Oh, yes, you are. And, I thought it was junior varsity. Well, it can <laughs> be for that, too. <laughs> but um, the uh, NBC and RCA Victor formed a little joint venture and created this show. They did a total of 78 episodes and syndicated. It was very successful. Syndicated them all over the globe, not just in the United States. They aired all over the globe. And they were literally bicycling around these 16-inch transcription discs. And you needed two of them for one half hour. Mm. Um, So a lot of mailing and sending these around to stations and things like that. But anyway, um, very cool series. We have most of them. And I hope you enjoyed that. Time for This Month in Music History. And this is our final Halloween-related theme song. For this week. For this week. There'll be more to come. I want to reach out and grab her. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. So Abracadabra, not Abacadabra, by Steve Miller Band, written by Steve Miller, released on the 1982 album called Abracadabra. This was a one-hit wonder, wasn't it? And it was. We played this on our one-hit wonders. One and done. Good job, Cara. Uh, Steve Miller? The Joker? Oh, yeah. No, Steve Miller Band. You're right. It wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't one It was not a one? No, you're right. He has a lot of hits, thanks, actually. Thanks for Wait Bubble a Bath. We, had, we talked about that exact you thing. Know, because Carl it, said that, and I said no. It, you know what? If it wasn't for Bubble Bath, we'd be giving people the wrong information. No, no I knew here. that wasn't right. I just... Why'd you go along with me then? I, no, it's I, never it's, a good thing to go along with me. You know, it sometimes it's easier than arguing with you. I'm just like, yeah, uh-huh. Abra, Abra, Cadabra. When am I going to get a record gig out of this show? No, any day now, I'm sure. All right. going to get the call. All right, thanks, Lisa Wolf. I like this song. I do, too. Only say, Abra, Abra, Cadabra. <laughs> I mean, come on, folks. Don't, doesn't someone out there own a record label? Uh, and don't want to be, you know, like, don't you want to be in the Carl Amari business? Come on. The Carl Amari business? Yeah. Don't you want to sign me? All right. Thanks, Lisa Wolf. More of Hollywood 360 after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Well, that's a wrap, Lisa. Next week, Lisa will not be here. She'll be in Sedona, Arizona, and that rhymes. Uh, we will have Evelyn Rudy here, and then we're going to play um, one of her suspense episodes. You won't want to miss that. You can talk to Evelyn Rudy next week. We'll also uh, tune into My Favorite Husband, The Shadow. Cabin B-13, and the Black Museum. Don't miss it. Be sure to visit our official website, Hollywood360Radio.com. From my co-host, Lisa Wolf, 
our executive producer, Mike Bubble, Bath Costella, my crabby brother, Vince, who will be with me next week. Stay safe. Be healthy. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.